all of these things in terms of enabling your customer to be successful and reach their own unique objectives is all considered part of customer success. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to the Flip My Funnel podcast. Here again with uh, David Pazensky. David, uh, we, we did a podcast, what, maybe a month ago on when you started off at Terminus and really launched the whole professional services group. So uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to be back. Yeah, so we, this time, you know, David and I were chatting about this, like it'd be really cool to learn what you have seen in the last 90 plus days of launching a professional services and then really being so close to the customers on how is the onboarding process working? What are they looking for? The pain points there? And what does the future look like? So this podcast, for anybody who's listening in sales and marketing, is really to learn like how professional services works with each of those business units, but also what it takes to have a successful ABM program launched and what customers are looking at itself. So how has it been for uh, since you started and launched the professional services group? It's been really great. I mean, I've been learning so much about our customers and like what makes them successful and how they've been finding success in ABM, which for, as you know, like a lot of people is still sort of a tough concept to grasp. And so to see the people that have been having success and like the energy that they have has been infectious and it's been really great. It's awesome, man. Well, let's dive into it. But before that, fun fact about you. Tell me something that we haven't covered. I don't know. Something interesting. So while I was waiting to see if I got into business school, I also was going through the process of potentially becoming a special agent for the FBI. Oh, I could totally see that. And weirdly. And so it's so random and ultimately chose business school because I got in. Yeah. But yeah, that's just a like sort of non sequitur weird thing about me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a weird thing. I can totally see that because you could, because you, I mean, we talked about even yesterday at the, uh, at the offside thing where, you know, you are pretty intense when it comes to like getting shit done. And we love that because <laughs> yeah. you have that side of you. And then the same thing, you have this opposite side of you is just super empathetic around like people and what's going on. So. Man, I could totally see that. That's pretty cool to know. Oh, yeah, cool. So what do you want to know about <laughs> onboarding? All right. So what was our onboarding process before you got here? Yeah. And what are their pain points? What were the things that you thought, man, this is something that we need to change? Yeah. So I think most importantly, the first thing I wanted to understand was what does success look like? And always going to sort of causation is really hard, right? Even in statistics, it's very, very rare that they'll say like this causes that. But there's things that are like correlative, right? So I wanted to look at all of the different metrics and key performance indicators that were proving correlation to success. And, you know, in our case, ABM, we looked at things like, are you able to track the engagement of your customers in their web experience and so forth? And so, you know, in our tool set, like, are you implementing that part of the technology to see that? Yeah. Since one of the engagement points in our case in an ABM is digital paid media, right? are you spending at least enough that you're making a drop in the ocean, right? Like that that it's doing anything, right? So what does that number look like? So that's the media spend by a customer on doing advertising. Right, right. And like, you know, one of our value props, of course, is that like, you don't have to spend a ton to get success with us, but you've got to spend something. So that's another (laughs) thing to look at. 
And like, are you utilizing as many different campaign tactics as possible? Yeah. Right? So whether it be winbacks or customer marketing or a certain product line or a specific buyer group, like, are you doing just like one bland basic yeah. campaign and for everything? Or are you kind of like doing different tactics? So these were the things we looked at to really get a baseline or a benchmark of what does success look like and what has the highest like correlation to success. So yeah. that was kind of the start of it. Do you correlate this to like just trying to identify the stickiness factor in our product? Like, you know, are people actually spending money and actually doing more campaigns? Is that yeah. the, is the, the real kind of emphasis there from a success? Like, is our product sticky enough? Yeah, but like not from like in a manipulative way of like, do yeah. we want you to get locked in with like all these APIs and integrations so you can't leave our product? It's right. more like if you're doing these things with our product we know you're going to have the business outcome success for your organization and you're therefore going to be sticky because it's like, why not keep leveraging a tool that you're having amazing success with? Makes sense. So what did you find? So, yeah, so we found those correlative values of like, if you're using these different things in our product and you're adopting these different things and you're progressing through a strategy with us Mm. that you're going to have the success. So when we approached the onboarding of like, what would an onboarding program look like? We didn't want to just do like a me too service or like a required service to like provision the thing. Like it's up and running. You can use it. Go. So what we really focused on was not only getting them up and running on the platform, but also going through the things in the platform that we knew if they got through those and, and were using those, that then they would start seeing immediately that business success. And so by the time we said, okay, we're done with onboarding, we knew we left them in a position that they're already seeing business success. They're enabled and empowered to continue that. And they were just going to have that same success going forward. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the last podcast we did, we talked about the difference between customer success and professional services Yeah, and how they work together. And obviously you were coming in new and had a lot of new ideas. Sure. How has that worked so far? And, And what advice would you give for people who are trying to spun up professional services right now. Yeah. So one of the things I think that's fair to say is that customer success management yeah. or relationship management and professional services and support and instructional training, this is all customer success. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's you don't really need to pull it apart too much because all of these things in terms of enabling your customer to be successful and reach their own unique objectives is all considered part of customer success. I think last time we just sort of broke out a little bit of the nuance that you could yeah. have here and there. Yeah, I think uh, it, it was very surprising for me to recognize that well, customer success is different than professional services, but I think where you're bringing it back now is like, no, 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 is the overall vision is to have our customers be successful. Right. So not, not a department. Yeah. The department job could be like more onboarding or you know, observing, or they could have more, help with the customers on their campaigns, but yep. that's just different components of it. The overall business objective is customer success. Exactly. So I love that. All right, so love to see, that's the problem you found. You saw some challenges with onboarding. So where are we going from here? Yeah, so now that we feel like we've got people in a, in a capacity that they are going to leave the onboarding program in a way that they can immediately run their business with the platform. Yeah. So going forward in the future, the next step is like, what are other ways to empower and enable the rest of their organization to have the success along with them? So we've been very focused and catered towards like a marketer or, yeah. a, or a singular you know, business unit point of contact at a company. 
And a lot of our customers might be feeling like sort of the same way with their product or their service, what they're doing. But it's like, how can you bring in other people in the organization Mm. in order to really have that success resonate or that process that's working resonate throughout the rest of the organization? Yeah. So like I know in our case with Terminus, we've got new things in the product that help enable sales. Right. Right. And so it's working with our points of contact to say, hey, let's go bring the message to sales together, get them excited about it, have them understand how their business, they're part of the business, they're part of the whole, is going to be benefited by utilizing this. And then back to your stickiness question, it makes it that much more stickier because now more and more people throughout their organization are having a real impact on what they consider success or their, you know, KPIs running the business day to day. You know, that really brings me to this part. So when I was at Pardot, I remember this very distinctly. And, you know, you have been with all amazing companies. So I think you probably resonate with this is the success a lot of times is not all about the one person that's using your product. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it is whoever that one person using your product is doing that for. Yeah. So in our case, you know, and we talked about it at the offsite as well, is that in B2B, the value of marketing is defined by sales. Yep. So a lot of the stuff that we're building, so far we've built a ton of feature functionality for, for marketers, but now we're also building feature functionality for enabling the marketer to show value of that to the sales team. Right. So I'm just love to to hear about like some of the new stuff that we are putting out there, yeah. what those are. And then for people to kind of think about when they when they think about like, well, what are we building from a platform perspective, how they should think about it? Yeah. So I think one thing that's like key to note is that perception is reality. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so as marketers and we're we're thinking like, hey, we're we're doing amazing. We're we're generating all this engagement or we're progressing these deals forward and we can see it by our reporting and whatever and we're feeling super confident about it. If your sales counterpart doesn't feel the same way or they yeah. don't see it, they don't understand it, they don't know what to do with it, yeah. then you're not. You're not. Right? You're, I mean, you're non-existent at right, that, that point. Right. And so I think what like the tools we're building, like, you know, not to get too terminus focused, but like with the surge product and so forth, is it's helping sales see all of the stuff that marketing's doing yeah. and how hey, here's how I can do something differently with my part of the business because of this tool or because of this solution or whatever they're working on. This is working. This is awesome. Yeah. Hey, how can we partner even closely, closer on this? Because yeah. I, I now you know, really see the value you're bringing us. Totally, man. I love that you said that perception is reality. Yeah. All right. So on that note, let me see if I can wrap this up. And I would love for you to end this with some sort of challenge that we can give the, the people listening to saying that what should they do Today, tomorrow, listening to the podcast, what is the one action step that they could say? Think about that. Yep. So one of the things that we started off with, and I love that when you started off saying that we should be thinking about the success. And I always think about this idea of end in, end in mind, right? Like what, what is the end game? What are we really trying to do? And you bringing it back to saying customer success is, a, a, is not a job of a person or a department. It is a full company-wide initiative and that everybody has a role to play. So I thought that was phenomenal. The other part, as you're you're moving it from not just launching a professional services function in the company, I've seen you work across the organization and there are projects that we have launched that bring all these people together. And I feel that just requires an incredible understanding of what our customers want. So that was really cool. The other part, the whole idea where we ended up on saying perception is reality, that is so true. So if you're in marketing today, listening to this podcast, well, 
the reality is your value is truly dependent on what the salesperson says you are and what you're doing. And as long as you're okay and you can get your ego off the way and be okay with that and start partnering up with your sales, you'll be finding yourself in a better position. And the same thing goes for if you're in sales or any function in the business. So with that being the core thesis of all of this, what is the one challenge you want to leave everybody with? Yeah. So most of the folks listening to this probably are marketers, right? So I'm going to say to the marketers out there, if you're not already doing it, invite your sales counterparts into your planning, Mm -hmm. right? So say, please come and look at what we have planned for marketing initiatives and give us your feedback. Because remember, again, you're doing it for them ultimately. And so even if nothing changes, they'll feel that much more connected. And then as a kind of a fun challenge, the next time you're thinking about going to a like conference or a, or a trade show or something that is marketing focused, invite them with you. Yeah. Say like, I want you to come with me. We're going to go through this together and we're going to learn together what we might be able to do to drive this ship forward. And so that's my challenge is to try to just become even more of the buddy system and partnered with your Yes, yeah. yeah. man, that's like the perfect segue into like, you know, we should immediately get this podcast before the Flip My Fall conference. Like, so if you're listening to this and are thinking about a conference, come to Flip My Fall conference, bring your sales and marketing together. We're going to have a lot of fun in Boston on August 8th. So. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're a Terminus customer, reach out to your customer success manager. They would love to help you get set up for that, give you like a white glove treatment. And then also like they can help you internally with your sales department of like making those connections. So sounds good. Yeah. Thank you, David. Super right. appreciate it, man. You got it. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.